Um, for our mes- meditation and message today, I'd like to share a few verses from Luke 24. Uh, as we think about this theme today of Jesus Christ, the light of life, it's such a great comfort in, in all of life to think about how Jesus comes to encourage us and to bring light in our darkness. And you think about how it was for the disciples when Jesus was crucified and, and the friends who had gathered at the cross and, and all of life seemed dark and gloomy until resurrection morning. And when Jesus appeared graciously to Mary Magdalene and then to Peter and then the two on the road to Emmaus and he opened their eyes to see the light in their darkness. Jesus comes to us to bring the light of life. I want you to see that in these verses. When these two on the road to Emmaus came running back to Jerusalem, they came to the upper room where the other disciples were gathered. And we pick up the story there in Luke twenty four thirty six. And while they were telling these things, they were telling about their experience, Jesus himself stood in their midst. But they were startled and frightened and thought they were seeing a spirit. And he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still could not believe it for joy and were marveling, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it before them. Now he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all the things that are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and rise again from the dead the third day. And that repentance for forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I'm sending forth the promise of my father upon you. But you are to stay in the city until you're clothed with power. From on high. Lord Jesus, we praise you for this, your word. We praise you for your love for us. We praise you for how you come to us in the dark times in our life and how you bring the light of life. You bring hope. We praise you, Jesus, for that. And Lord, I pray that you would draw all of our hearts to you today. Strengthen us in you, Jesus, to see how much you love us, to see how much you care. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. What if Jesus were to come in our sanctuary here today and he were to come and to look you right in the eye, right where you are, and he were to ask you today the same question he asked these disciples. Why are you troubled? Why do doubts come in your heart, arise in your heart? Now, there's a lot of times there's trials and challenges that we all face in life. Sometimes it's the death of a loved one. 
Sometimes it's the report of cancer for you personally or in our family. Sometimes it's financial reversals, the loss of employment, other health concerns. A lot of times we may be faced with dark days. We've, I'm sure all of us have been there at some time or other. Where, where life seems dark, maybe you feel like you're in a dark hole and there's no way out. That's how it was for these disciples. And Jesus graciously, lovingly came right where they were in their darkness in their, and asked them, why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your heart as, as to if Jesus is really alive? If Jesus really sees or knows, sometimes we we can blame God in these dark times in our life. Where are you, God? In our trials. And he's right there. He's right here. He's right with you. And he comes to you. And notice how he does that here in these verses as he, first of all, says, see my hands and my feet. And he showed them his nail-pierced hand, his sword-riven side, his, his feet that had been pierced through on the cross. A spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. This is really Jesus risen from the dead. He is the light of life. He comes to bring light in these dark times in our life and hope that he is our living Savior. He sees your need today, and He comes to you today, friends, as the light of life to bring you hope. No matter how hopeless your situation seems to you, Jesus lives to bring you hope today. He is risen from the dead. Christ is risen. Hallelujah! As we sang today, praise God. And if there was any question still in their mind, he asked one more thing. Have you anything here to eat? And he said, yeah, we have some fish. They gave it to him and he ate it to reassure them he was not a fan of her spirit, but he had bodily raised from the dead. Notice, secondly, the, the hope Jesus brings in this dark time as the light of life. He, he brings them the word. He reminds them of the word that he had spoke to them. Many times, actually, a number of times, Pastor shared the opening verses a couple weeks ago on Easter Sunday, where the women came to the tomb and the angels asked, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day be raised from the dead. And they remembered his words. And his words brought hope. And the two on the road to Emmaus, you look down at verse 25, 26. He said, they were talking about things and... They were surprised that he asked them, what things are you talking about? And Jesus said, oh, foolish man and slow of the heart to believe 
in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. And we see it again here in the upper room as he comes. Verse 44, these are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things which are written of me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. That's Jesus, friends. He comes to you today as the light of life to bring hope to you in your need through his word. To remind you in his word, he's given you his spirit to open your minds to understand the things of the Spirit of God. That you may have hope today. Whatever your need is, Jesus lives to meet you in your need through his word to bring you hope. And thirdly and lastly here, notice how Jesus comes to us and and calls us then to believe and to trust him, to take him at his word and to proclaim this good news of Christ's finished redemption. We have a world of hurting people who need to see Jesus and God would call and invite you and I in our life to help people see Jesus. We can praise God for the paraclete, the helper, the Holy Spirit, the one called alongside to help us to see Jesus. And he comes alongside others. But sometimes he wants to use you and I to help others see Jesus. And notice how he empowers us. And he says here in verse 46, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, that repentance for forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. These were eyewitnesses of the risen Christ. And he says, go and share it with others. And and he promises the power of the Holy Spirit. You behold, I'm sending forth the promise of my father upon you. And you are to stay in the city until you're clothed with power from on high. Just as he says in Acts 1.8, you are my witnesses. Jerusalem, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the remotest part of the earth. The Savior who lives to bring life and salvation, who would call us to repentance of sin, that that salvation in his name would be proclaimed to all the nations. As Acts 4.12 says, there is salvation in no one else. There's no other name under heaven given among the bed by which we must be saved. Jesus is the light of life. The hope of the nations for all who will believe. And if you're here today without that faith in Jesus, maybe life is so dark for you today. There's light for a look at the Savior. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light 
of His glory and grace. There's grace, there's hope for you in Jesus today. And there's hope for your friends at work, in your family, wherever you are. Those people you meet this week that feel like life is a dark hole. There's nowhere to find hope. Many are looking in the wrong places. And God would invite you to be that light, to bring that message of the light of life in Jesus. And the opportunities He gives you. Will you say yes? Look to Jesus today. He invites you to take Him at His word. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you. We praise you today that you are the light of life. And for how we have heard this in song today in numerous ways and the hope that there is in you. Lord, we thank you and praise you for how you are with us always, even to the end of the age, in this life and all eternity, that you as the light of life are not only for this life, but for all eternity. To think of the glory of your presence for all eternity. Oh, Lord, we we love you. We praise you today. Strengthen our faith in you when days seem dark for us to know that you are the light of life. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.